welcome, welcome. You're here, I'm so glad for that. This is Creativity in Focus, a live weekly podcast where we show a new artist and their art to you every single week. We have a very special guest today, but here a few announcements before we really get started. First of all, wherever you're watching, it can be Facebook, YouTube, creativityfocus.com, whatever you are, there is a chat box either beside the video or below the video. That's the place where you have to interact with this amazing artist. We welcome your comments. We love to know where you are. So that's the first thing that you could be telling us. And we love questions. Yes, Colleen is here to answer your questions. So anytime you feel the need to ask a question, look for that chat and right there, I will get it here and she will be able to answer to you. Another very important part is that we rely on you to get the word out about this podcast. This is a content-only podcast, meaning nobody is going to try to sell you anything. So it's safe for you to share everywhere, including groups. It's just information. And we would love if you could do that. As you probably know, the sooner you share a video, especially if you're watching this on a social media platform, the more they show the video. So that's a great way to help us get the word out there about this artist. You know, all artists, they need to get highlighted because they bring positive things to this world. They bring beauty to this world. So we want to get the word out about it. And another thing that you can do is give us a like or a heart, whatever is the platform that you're watching this. There is either a heart button or a like button or something. Click on there, it's always up, <laughs> because that helps us show as well, okay? We only have you to help us get the word out. So please take a second, especially at the beginning of this live, because it will help us a lot. With that said, my guest today is a figurative sculptor, Colleen Spees, and she sculpts with wool. Welcome, Colleen. Hi, Shaha. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, I'm so glad to be, finally be talking to you and showing your beautiful dolls. They okay. are amazing. Colleen, for people that never heard of you before, tell me a little bit about you. Um, my name is Colleen Spees. Originally, I'm from Malaysia. I've been here since I was 18 years old, and I'm pretty old now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. I, um, I've always been in, uh, involved in art. Um, I, I started out, you know, when I was a young girl, you know, with little bits of crafts and arts and crafts, mm -hmm. always making something with my hands. Um, so, you know, naturally, I'm just artistic, and I always want to create using my hands. What was the first medium you chose to create? When I was a kid, mm -hmm. when I was young, um, just whatever else I can get my hands on, really. <laughs> Good. Yeah, could be. A, I I remember my first doll was made from um, a sock. You know, mm -hmm. a used sock. You know, just stuff it in and plop a bunch of wool on top of it and use my uh, marker pen to you know draw the eyes and the lips and you know um, steal a little bit of my mom's lace. <laughs> And it cuts them out and she goes, I thought I had a, 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 a long uh, couple of years for this. What happened to it? What oh, happened? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how my creativity starts pretty that's much. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, Colleen, we have here Char Charlotte with us. She's from Salt Lake City. She's actually a fiber artist. I know she's very good at weaving. Uh, June Comfrey is saying uh, from Montana. And Carla Gonçalves, I... I, I'm not sure she's, I, I know her, and I think she's from Brazil, but she lives here in the U.S., if I'm not wrong. So, Colleen, so, I, if, so far I know that you made your mom mad, and probably your art teacher very happy, right? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. when was that you went one step up, step up of, besides playing with things? Well, of course, you know, um, uh, I would say... In my college days, I, you know, would paint a little bit, but I didn't really get too much uh, into painting art. Mm -hmm. My first job, I remember I was a, a floral designer. Again, I get to use my hands. Creativity. Uh -huh. So I would, uh, I'm the floral designer of a flower shop in Chicago. Um, I love that job, um, but the weather wasn't that nice to us. Yeah. <laughs> so then. Then we moved to Arizona. That's where I'm here now. Oh, so you went from Chicago, super cold, to Arizona, super hot. Yes. 
but we came and visit Arizona in February. Uh-huh. And that just did us in. I mean, the weather here was just beautiful. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I just love Arizona here. So That's cool. That's cool. And what attracted you to Wu? Because that's the medium of choice you have right now, right? Yes. Right, yeah, yes. Well, um, back in um, December 2013, I believe, yes, we visited our friend in um, uh, Vancouver, mm-hmm. uh, in Pender Island. And I saw a little doll my uh, friend Elizabeth made it was just laying by the window there. I mean it was just so beautiful and when I saw that I just thought oh my god that looks like something I remembered when I was a kid I was uh, reading a storybook and they have this little beautiful dolls in that storybook uh, illustration um, and I couldn't figure out what it was when I was a kid I said that's so interesting I wonder what it's made of you know years and years I could could never figure that out you know uh-huh. and then I asked Elizabeth Elizabeth well, what is this made from she goes Wool? I said, wool? Yeah, it's needle felting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after Christmas, after December 30th, we got home. First thing I did was... Google? Google! <laughs> <laughs> right, that was it. That was the beginning. Oh, so that doll from Elizabeth really just sparked everything. That was the... That was the thing that just set me going crazy. Look at that. That's so fun. You know, needle felting is one of my favorite activities i have to tell you i love needle felt and i think what you can accomplish with that is unbelievable a lot of people have the misconception that needle felt is something for kids that you make just tiny cute animals and it's a whole different ball game i want to show some of your pieces so people can get an idea where you can get with needle felting okay so the first one is the elephant can you see that yes i can yes uh, this was a request from a friend uh, who wanted a, uh, a mummy elephant and a baby elephant. Uh, it, it was a very interesting piece because uh, um, I would have to dye the wool myself just to get that perfect tone mm-hmm. um, color for the elephant. Um, it's, it's all armature with wire, internal wire armature. So you can move the t- tusk, um, you know, pose him around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do like that. That's very good. Well, how big is that piece? Oh, about say 12 inches uh-huh. tall from uh, from the, from the mother's head to the uh, fl- uh, ground from the That's foot. a good size. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Let's see the next. Uh, <laughs> that's a little baby leopard. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's very time consuming. You gotta do all the little spots individually. Oh gosh, how yeah. long did it take you to create that? Um, you know, it's kind of hard because I've never really timed myself. Uh-huh. Because I just want to enjoy doing it. <laughs> I know the feeling. But, but I, would, I would assume at least um, 30 to 40 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing yeah. that. And yeah. how big is that piece? Oh, it's not that big. Oh, I would say about 8 inches, 8 to 9, maybe 10, no, 10 inches tall from, the, uh, from his foot to the top of his head. Well, quite a big one. And the eyes, are they needle felted or do you use inset eyes? Um, the eyes for this particular one, is, um, I, I made it myself. It's just cabochon. Um, oh. Yeah, it's just glass eyes. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I do like glass eyes or pre-made eyes. Uh, they're more realistic, and I just want to bring that out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let's see one more. Ah, uh, that's Leo the lion. <laughs> Isn't he majestic? <laughs> he is. Yeah, um, he's another fun piece to make. Again, same thing with the color. I have to dye my own. You wood. dye that? Wow. Yeah, just have to, just have to get that particular tone mm-hmm. in there. Uh, but he, he's um, he's about probably ten inches tall. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. That's one of the challenges, correct, for people that like to needle felt is finding subtones of colors. Do you feel the same? Yes, absolutely. Um, there are certain colors that you can get online or you know any marketplace that mm-hmm. sells wool there's certain colors you can kind of uh, mix them yourself um but you can go so far and they do get a little bit blotchy mm-hmm. and i'm very picky with colors so i said okay i'm done with this <laughs> i'll just dye it myself okay let's see so i that's what i did so so you start dying after you start playing with your felting or was it the opposite after <laughs> After, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another thing too is the uh, doll hair. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one of the challenges in the beginning when I started it, uh, it was kind of hard for me to look for good sources, uh, probably because I didn't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, you know, what I found was, oh, really nice doll hair. Okay, they say it's doll hair, so that's good doll hair, and <laughs> it's dyed. And when I got it, it's like, wow, what is this? It's all bunch up. So I have to pick them through, yes. and by the time I pick them through, it's all fuzz. And I thought, okay, the color is not quite what I want. Uh-huh. So one day I said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Let's let's see what I can do. Uh-huh. So that's what I did. I would dye my own doll hair too. So uh, Maria Cohen saying, love your creations of needle felting, and Beverly from Canada. She's a sculptor. She actually uses t-shirts to sculpt, which is very interesting. Uh, she's saying hello from Edmonton. So Colleen, did you, are you self-taught or did you take courses? Um, I, I couldn't. I couldn't teach myself because I just don't know where to start when I first saw the doll, Elizabeth's doll. I mean, I had no idea. So when I Google, I found a place where I could buy a a DVD to teach you basic Mm -hmm. needle felting. I just needed an introduction. What is this? Where can I get this? You know, how does it work? So as soon as I found out, I bought this DVD and I learned the basics. But it wasn't enough for me. I'm more interested in the female figure, female face. And I just couldn't, didn't know what to do. but after a while, after playing with the needle felting for a while, I figured, okay, you start out with an ugly face. No, you start with a monster face. <laughs> then you progress to an old man's face. And then you go to the next step, which is a man's face. And that's where it kind of stopped. But I thought, okay, what if I push further? Mm-hmm. What if I chisel on the chin a little bit, you know, do a little bit of plastic surgery, you yeah. know? <laughs> So that's what I did, and that's how I kind of taught myself, okay, how you make a female face, mm-hmm. very de- delicate female face. And, of course, it evolved quite a From bit. From there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting because with me, it was the same thing. I was fascinated by it, but where to find a, a way to learn? I actually, uh, I go to California every now and then, and there is um, a Japanese bookstore there that I love actually it's the first place I get out of the plane and there I go and I start buying some books in Japanese the thing is I don't read Japanese at all but they are very good in their pictures and I would get bits of it until I say oh I understand the process now and went and you know that to this day here in Salt Lake City you're talking about one point half a million people I'm still one of the only ones doing needle felting that that is not for kids so it sometimes it's hard to find the resource for that let me show you a few more figures so so far we've seen animals we are going to see a few more but you you have a thing for the human figure correct yes i love the little faces (laughs) yes yes so this one tell us about this one okay this is a uh, christmas scenery which is something i like to do uh during the holidays you know for uh greeting cards so you know, online mm-hmm. um, I that's a polar bear and uh, he's carrying a basket of you know Christmas goodies and I have two different elves that I made and I just prop them up and you know pose them around and that's what it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's beautiful I, I just love it <laughs> <laughs> how long ago did you create that one that was last year oh last year okay Let's oh no, no, no. no? It, was, it was last Christmas that's correct last Christmas okay Let's see one more. That's another Christmas one, right? Yeah, just to show you, it's just not for kids only. No, yeah. You can do it you know, from a teddy uh, polar bear to a little snowman to a little Christmas tree to dolls. You know, uh-huh. Pretty mm-hmm. much anything. You, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Colleen, uh, here, Bree is here saying hi, ladies, and Una Sasa is saying wonderful work. Thank you know, you. one thing that I, I do shows, and I take my pieces to shows, and many times the kids come, right? And suddenly those become toys, and inside I'm just dying. <laughs> because it, for sure they're not toys. Now you have some beautiful figures with you there, like a very big one, right? Tell us about the process. Actually, Colleen, let me back a little bit. For people that never heard of needle felting, 
just tell me basically how it is. Do I buy a leg made of wool or what happens? Okay, the, what you need are two th important things. The tool, which is a needle felting tool. It's like a needle with barbed wires. I mean, barbed uh, cuts in the, in, the, in the needle. What it does, it compresses your wool. And you can kind of form or sculpt it like you would clay. But it's, the medium is in wool form. Yeah, and the type of wool you need to get is called batting wool. Yeah, you don't want um, comb roving wool. You want batting wool. And why? Um, it, it's just felt. The batting wool is uh, the the best thing for you to felt with. Uh, the uh, roving, the the close, uh, the comb hair uh, top um, roving wool is not that great for needle felting. Mm -hmm. Sherry is a, a, such a wonderful style and her door hair is phenomenal. So now that you're going to start showing your figures, talk to us about the hair because you, you create your own, you dye your own hair, not your own, the doll's hairs. <laughs> I, <laughs> I dye, dye my, my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, I would, again, this is all about, this is self-taught, trial by hair and error. And lots of money down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would search for raw wool uh, from local farms, you know, in the U.S. And uh, I would buy them raw, which means full of pee, poop, and smelly, barnyard stuff, which I love. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, it, it smells earthy. <laughs> yeah. But by the time I go through and process them all, it's uh -huh. nice and clean. I mean, it's a lot of work. I, I don't do whole batch mm -hmm. I mean I literally one lock by one lock I would separate them wow. and I would wash them and then I would wash them again you know <laughs> and then uh, I would line them up again and then dye them and then wash them and light them up again I mean the process is endless um, but mm -hmm. what it does to me is it gives me an opportunity to use what I'm familiar with color my artwork I paint so this is another form of painting mm -hmm. um, so I would dye my own color and like I said I have a hard time finding colors that I want personally and um, early on the days I, I see colors that are very weak uh, dyed very in a weak color mm -hmm. I like strong vibrant colors so uh -huh. that's pretty much you know what, what do you like uh-huh yeah is there a type of wool for the hair that you prefer uh, my favorites are uh, Tease Water, uh, Wensleydale, um, a little bit of um, Icelandic, and uh, some, I think that's pretty much I would eat. The, the, the three yeah. that are yeah. Tease Water, Wensleydale, and Icelandic. Yeah. Jill Cullimore says, uh, Colleen has beautiful wool in stunning colors. And you do. So let's show some, some babies there. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, you mean hair or dolls? Let's start with the hair since we are talking about hair now. Okay. And you you also sell the hair you dye, correct? Uh, yes. And okay. you know, I have tons and Ooh. tons and tons and tons of I hair. I need to go visit you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do go. So what I what I normally do is, you know, I have I I, I can honestly say it, maybe over a hundred half ounce of different color hair <laughs> sorry so what i would do is i would you know just after i make the doll i would just take a bunch out of hair and then you know put her head on there um jeff can you get me one of the dolls here on my table excuse me and then you say does it look good with this color yes, yes. Uh -huh. and that's, yes and that's where it gives character Mm -hmm. here's my half made doll so i would say oh does she look good with this hair uh -huh. you know? Um, I go through all of them and eventually one would pop out and say, yes, that's the color for you. That's the color for her. And that's what I would use. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what I do all the time. <laughs> the process. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about this big, big doll you have behind you? Okay. I find her gorgeous. Can you see her? Oh, I can't see the, the body. I cannot. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, perfect. Lovely husband just adjusted. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
she's on fire, isn't she? Yes, she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I I like strong female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my first uh, entry to the um, uh, Quinlan doll show in Philadelphia last year. Okay, my first doll show ever, and I was petrified. <laughs> Didn't know what to do. Don't know anybody except for the wonderful people at the uh, professional doll um, making artist guild. Guild, okay. They're a great group of people, and they Linda, are. Yeah, Linda made me feel so welcome. I mean, I, I don't know anybody there. I mean, she was <laughs> wonderful, and all of them are just so wonderful. And they, you know, when I was there, one important thing that really made me uh, stood up and pay attention. I said, after seeing all the beautiful work in there, I go. Oh boy, I really have to, you know, improve on my work. <laughs> <laughs> so what it does, it helps you and uh, helps you uh, improve on your work and, and 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 drive you to the next stage. Mm-hmm. You cannot stay comfortable in where you're at. You have to keep climbing and climbing. Yes, uh, good. Y- you always need to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree and, with you. But this is what this is my idea. Uh, she's on fire. This girl is on fire. Of course, I listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is on fire. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I came up with, uh, an archer and, um, you know. That's so good. Suits, uh, you know, you just mentioned the guild and it really the the art doll guild people, they, they are great supporters of Curious Mondo. Linda is always posting stuff on the group and many of them. Uh, it, it's important for us to understand, you're self-taught, I'm self-taught, but we go so much faster when we network with people that are into the same journey that we are, right? Yeah. Creating yeah. sculptures yeah. and yeah. it's important. I feel, yeah, I feel like you can only go so far, mm-hmm. um, but the ladies opened my eyes. Uh, I mean, I, I realized, oh, I there's more I can learn and I know where to learn, Yes. You know, uh, where to go. Uh, yes. That's very helpful. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Noemi Smith is saying that she's seen this beautiful doll in person and she's gorgeous. Thank and you. Beverly is saying stunning. <laughs> so tell me, she's a big doll. How, how, how big is she? She's three feet tall. Three feet tall. Yes. All wood or did you use anything in the core? Uh, wire armature. The wire armature? Yeah. That's it? Yes. She's and very, he- yeah, she's pretty heavy, um, very tall. Um, so you definitely need something. Uh, I, 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 I can't make her you know, solid with just wool. Mm-hmm. She's carrying the um, bow and. Oh, she has a arch and a bow there. I yeah. didn't see that before. Yeah. And of course, you dyed the hair. Yes. That that was it, or did you dye anything else? I dyed the hair for her. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's and so that's amazing. tea's water. That's tea's water. Yeah, I love it. I love the the curls that it has. Yeah. So, what about this beautiful blue doll you have beside you? Yes. Yeah. Can we say something about her? Oh, we can say anything here. <laughs> we are all friends. Okay. Um, I will be teaching a class, Jeff, mm-hmm. um, in August with you. Curious yes, Mondo. a curious one. Look at this lady. Yes. Um, she is about ten, 10 inches, mm-hmm. and she's dressed in the um, Marie Antoinette Chebyshek style. <laughs> and this is the class I'll be teaching there. From beginning to end, the complete doll with the costume. Yes. What really excites me, and, and the reason I invited you, is the face and how you make it. Because as a needle felting sculptor myself, I know how hard that is. And, oh, it is hard. <laughs> it's easy. You make that every day. <laughs> can make it with your eyes closed after a few a few I bet I bet after a while yes <laughs> let me show some more pictures that we have from your work okay so we are going to show this little girl uh, the, the the tall girl but now on a close-up on the face so she has beads on the hair is that correct yeah uh beads that hang on uh to her headpiece um and then she's got really uh, acrylic eyes uh-huh. Um, and the flames are all needle felted. Um, pretty mm-hmm. much the whole body was needle felted except for the accessories and the studs on the bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Let's see one more. This one, I, I think you have it on your table as well, don't you? Uh, no. No, no, no. 
right here here oh right here <laughs> <laughs> i call a little red the um, little red yeah um she's a another 10 inch doll um of course inspired by little red riding hood this is my version of little red riding hood <laughs> beautiful beautiful thank you Okay, any more pieces you want us to take a peek? I think they're excited to know. I see a swan behind you, is that correct? Yes, it is. This is... Um, oh, look at that piece. A piece I made. Mm. Um, it's part um, polymer clay and needle felt. Oh. Yeah. Again, the body is... Um, the, the swan's body is totally made from... Um, uh, wool needle felting mm -hmm. um, but the feet and the uh the beak is uh, polymer clay okay yeah that's very cool and the and the woman it's all needle felted no her hands face and legs are polymer clay A polymer clay okay and then everything else is um needle felt okay and she has a set of wings and so, those wings they're not needle felted or are they Needle felt it. Ne one by one? One by You're one. Crazy woman. <laughs> one by one. How long did it take you to, to do that? Oh uh, I would say one season of any show on net Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Watch watch uh, Netflix and um you know, needle felt. Wow. Every every uh, feather is individually felted, even the um the swans feathers too. Crazy. They're all posable. Wow. You know, I don't know if you are, but you and Noemi Smith should be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The amount of details. Um, we, well, they told me we have lots of pictures of your work to show, so people get excited and ask cooling questions. Why not? She's so good at what she does. Just think about the amount of detail work that went into the last piece that she just showed us. It's unbelievable. Kay saying hi and good morning from Australia. Hi. <laughs> did you go to the Queenland this year? I didn't um, because of uh, scheduling time and work time. I wasn't able to. Yeah, I know. I wanted so bad to go, but we had we had a convention that we have to attend at exactly the same time, but maybe next year. I was just thinking, oh, I'm going to go meet so many cool people. But yeah. yeah, it wasn't this time. Yeah. Okay, let's show a few more pictures of your work. And <gasps> yes, this is a um, a different process, not a different process, but the, okay. I use a, a special eyes um, handmade by a friend of mine, Sidgrid from Germany. She's okay. hand blown all the eyes individually. Is they're all O O A K? Mm -hmm. No two, no two are alike. And this wow. particular girl. Her eyeballs kind of follow you when you turn her around. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I, I just want to say the word you see there, Woo Dolls, is the name of your business, correct? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Another one? Uh, Hang on, little tomato. Yeah, this is my favorite piece I want to tell everybody about. <laughs> oh. My favorite song uh, <clears throat> is from... Uh, a group called Pink Martini, and they have this. Ooh, love them. Tomato. And every time when I feel down, I listen to that song. So one day, just pop in my head, hey, make a doll. <laughs> so I did. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, right here. I mean, hang on, little tomato. Oh, Thanks. that's a big piece. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love Pink Martini. I went to their show. They were here in South Lake, I think, about two years ago, and oh. I went there. Okay, let's see one more. There you go. Ah. Which one is this? Okay, this is my little doll. I just finished like maybe a week ago. Oh, brand new. Yes, and she is in her new home now. <laughs> she's no longer with me. Um, she's a, Her name is Giselle, and she's carrying a little springily cookie that mm -hmm. i made that's, uh, so that, cool. that's she was inspired by springily cookies that's why i made her just so she can carry a little cookie yes and the the dress is needle felted as well everything wow except for the little cookie huh. yeah 
And well, let me say first what Maria is saying. She has such detail, lovely. She's talking probably about the one with the wings. Lots of love and work, that's for sure. Now, do you use wet felting at all to create the dresses or no? Um, I, uh, let me take that back. I did use uh, wet felting once or twice. Okay. Um, it, it was it was fun. It was good. It was a um. I'd like to do it, but um, it's another process. I would have to t pull out my tool mm -hmm. and get dirty and what <laughs> on that. But um, but I prefer to needle felt it as okay. I walk. Yeah. I I love wet felting when I see the pieces, but for me, it's the same thing. I have to have a special place and a setup time, and it, it's messy. Yeah. Nothing that is very messy really attracts me. So, you know, I have I, I needle felted a pair of boots, and I have plans for a coat, but I keep postponing because, you know, the needle felt, I can, I can watch TV, I can do whatever. So, yeah, yeah I get. It's yeah. just that some people think, oh, it's faster if you wet felt. Yeah. Yes, it is, but sometimes the joy is exactly of being poking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Correct. yeah, it is a nice finish too. Don't get me wrong; I like the finish. It's a very nice finish. Mm -hmm. I yeah. would occasionally use that, um, but I'm always trying to mix uh, mix up my my costuming and see what I can come up with. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, Karen saying hello. Charlotte is saying fabulous details. So, Colleen, for example, like the last doll that you created, do you sketch something before? What what the creation process? Do you go right into the wool? Okay. What usually what I do is um, I would think, oh, maybe I'll make a ten-inch doll. Okay, fine. So I'll start with the eyes. I'll pick the color eyes, and then I'll start making the head. Um, I would think I'm gonna make a certain doll, but as soon as the face is done, and then I put the hair on to trim the hair. Boom. It tells me what it wants to be. And it goes I have there. no control. I have no control. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I say, when you're in the beginning of your process, you can be my best friend. And then in the detail part, you can be Noemi's best friend. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Trust me. It's a simple process. When you watch that class, you see that simple process. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're on your own. It's so easy. You yeah. know, I, I really want to engage people a lot more into sculpting with wool. Uh, for me, for example, it's extremely relaxing. And it's so fascinating. I mean, I like clay a lot. But the clay you get, and you kind of get start getting the shape right from the beginning, right? The wool is the, just that bunch of fibers. They are nothing. And then very slowly, they start taking shape. and. For me, that's just fascinating. Yes, absolutely. Not only fascinating, it's addictive too. <laughs> it's very addictive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, just imagine, you know, from a from a wad of wool like this. Mm -hmm. Just a wad of wool. Yeah. You can sculpt it into a figure. I mean, that's just incredible. Fascinating, like you said, mm -hmm. with a needle, and yeah. then. Yeah, it's just endless possibilities. Um, again, like I said, addictive. I mean, yeah, very addictive. The point where I have to control myself. I said, okay, if you're going to needle felt today, you better make sure you do your chores first. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the gym, grocery uh -huh. store, something before you do your needle felting. If, if I don't uh, keep myself in schedule, I mean, I would just wake up, roll down <laughs> to my studio, and I'll just start needle felt until I go, oh, wow. Yeah, it's like six o'clock. I didn't cook dinner yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the business side of it, uh, but first, let's see some more pictures. This one. Okay, I can't see it. Is the Chinese dragon? Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Um, Okay, this was like a last-minute thing. I wasn't planning on making it until one day on Facebook, my cousin's kid, they posted a picture of her. I mean, she was in a store playing with a uh, little and I go, bam, that's it. That's my next project. I'm going to make a bunch of two girls, you know, with the lion uh, dance uh, headgear, uh, costuming. And that's what came out of it. And um, this was my second year's uh, first place winning uh, entry the the um, 
fiber category in the uh, professional girls oh. um, competition. It this, was an online competition or a show? In the, uh, I believe it's an online and they okay. announced it on the show at Quinlan. Okay. Uh, the, the Girl on Fire that was first place uh, last year at the, um, and then this, um, this particular one was uh, this year's first place. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it surely deserves that. It's amazing. <laughs> Let's see one more. <laughs> I bet these are tiny. Can yeah, you see? They're, yeah, they're, they're a little about maybe four, four inches or so. They're little, I just love to make their little faces with polymer clay. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though I need a little felt, I still love polymer clay. Yeah. I try to incorporate those two together. Mm -hmm. And those are my little tiny little sleeping baby fairies. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute. How, how long have you been needle felting, specifically? January 2014. Oh, you, you have the month wood. Yes. <laughs> I you know, know mine tell. was sometime in the past. <laughs> yeah, I can tell by looking at my photographs you know, uh, on my, my, uh, my, my computer. Uh -huh. well, this is when I did that, and there's a date. Okay, I know exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so you started in 2014. When was the moment that you... You thought, I'm really good at this, or even, I'm an artist. Oh, boy. I, I, uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to say that. <laughs> I, I, I'm still constantly learning, but I think maybe in the past year, I thought mm -hmm. I feel a little bit comfortable. After the Quinlan show. Okay. After the Quinlan show, is that's when I really kick in and really pay attention and really say, I have to, you know. I do can do this. Things. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, but again, yeah, I, that's another I'm point. Always, how, yeah, I'm always how is evolving and learning. I agree with you, but it was the moment you you got associated to uh, a guild, and then you really went there and you saw everybody. I think that helped validate what you were doing, correct? And to say, improve, girl, improve. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you put your pieces in more shows in other shows or just once a year? Um. If I can go to Quinlan, I would just do Quinlan. But this year, I will be going to Singapore uh, oh. to attend a Teddy Bear and Friends show organized by Wayne Lim. Oh, cool. He's yeah. a huge supporter of Curious Mondo. Yes, he is. Uh, he's got a show going in Singapore. And I just want to, you know, join in and see what the market is in, like in Singapore. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people in Singapore. I love Singapore. I mean, the people are so friendly. Great food, too. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll be doing that uh, this year. Okay, nice, nice. That's exciting. I know yeah. he has a good business there, so yes. I, yeah, think he, I, I yeah. think there's a lot of interest. Yeah, I think he's the only one, he's only the only teddy bear store in Singapore. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Uh, Maria Cohen, no, I already said that one. Uh, Jill Cullimore, so happy Colleen will be sharing her talents in a Curious Mondo class. We'll be looking forward to that class. It's coming, it's August. And guest 663, hello from the S suburban Chicago area. I love needle felting and Colleen's creations are fabulous. Do you recommend a specific DVD? I recommend Curious Mondo. She's uh, coming in August. Do you know the dates, Colleen? By, by... Say it again. 20th. The 20th. Uh, we live stream, which means you can watch the whole thing for free, ask questions, interact with her. There's no better experience than that. And Charlotte, yes, the projects tell you what they want to be. I totally agree. But I always thought, well, I don't draw. And a lot of artists, they actually start with a sketch and it's actually very detailed. And I keep thinking, is, is that a flaw or not that I don't draw? But the the piece speaks to you correct yes yeah i i sometimes do sketch um but i always find that i veer away mm -hmm. a little bit from the sketch but that's mm -hmm. just a guideline it works okay. for people um you know but right now i just make it as i go uh, uh -huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Karen Sulish is asking, when is the class? August 20, 21st, and 22nd. 22nd yep. is National's birthday, by the way, so you're going to have a party here. And again, you can watch for free. Just go to CuriousMondo.com and register for the class. Let's talk about the business side then. You, do you sell your dolls? Yes, I do. I Don't sell. make that face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I do. Can I say the name where I sell it at? Of course you can. Yeah, I, I sell on Etsy. Um, okay. That's yeah. the only place you sell? That's correct. And they have oh, to no, look no, for sorry, wool I'm dolls. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I mistake. I sell it on a, a, a Facebook group too called uh, Creative Craftworks. It's a monthly uh, first Thursday of the month sale. And I do oh, okay. sell for my dolls there too. So there's two places. Two two places I sell my dolls. How do they find your store on Etsy? Um, it's called Oo Dolls. You can just you know, type in Oo Dolls. And uh, it will come up. It's O-O-O-D-O-L-L-S. Um, let me tell you a story about how I got that name. Mm-hmm. When I started the business, I thought, oh, okay, what kind of name should I get? <laughs> Colleen's Dolls, or Creative Dolls, or Colleen's This and Colleen's That, and Cute Dolls, or O-O-A-K. Forget it. So I just <laughs> couldn't, couldn't figure what to, what, to, what to call my business. Then I remember one day my little niece came in. Every time she comes and visits me, my studio is the first thing she runs to. <laughs> one day I have all my dolls laid out here, and she, the minute she got into the room, she goes, Oh, dolls. <laughs> That's it. That's Perfect. it. Perfect. <laughs> That's great. That's a great yeah. name. Yeah, so thank you, Ella. She's my little cute little niece. How old is she? I, she is, what, 10, 10 11, about, about that now. That's yeah. Cool. That's cool. And when did you start your business? Um, I would say mm, 2015 or so. So one uh, year after you actually started making yeah. How yeah. long did it take you to sell the first doll? Long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe six to eight months, you know, my first yeah. small doll. Oh, I was so happy. You know, and then it, it was no views, very slow traffic, you know. And I thought, okay, what can I do to supplement this? And that was the time where I started dyeing my hair. You know, I thought, boy, I have a lot of hair here, you know. I can't be just sitting in my drawers here. <laughs> so I thought... Okay, let's put a few out for sale and see what happens. Boom. People start buying. I thought, okay, this will pay for my this thing on Etsy. Yes, yes. So that's this is pretty much why I do now. So the hair and my dolls are on Etsy. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to ask because somebody will. How do you price your dolls? Oh, that's, again, that's a hard. A hard question. I know, um, but we get it every time. So. Yes. I cannot price it by the hour because mm-hmm. if you. Price it by the hour. I probably make my 25 cents an hour. <laughs> so I just price it by the doll because I love making it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one day I had to ask myself, why do I do this? You know, I do it because I love it. Why do you love it? Because I love it. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I just sell it by the full piece, by the price. Of course, as time goes, the price would go up. Um, but the average uh, a doll like this would be about two ninety five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girl on fire, I had to price her like two thousand twenty hundred fifty. Right. I mean, she took me forever, <laughs> forever. There was a love and hate relationship oh during gosh. the whole process. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. I no. bet. Oh, I thought I was gonna die making her. <laughs> now you already won at least two awards related to the to the doll. Do you think that? It's now impacting your final price, or you you don't take that into consideration? I I I not really. No. Um, nah, I mean I I don't feel like I'm quite there yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think you should. <laughs> yeah. Think about when you are in in a contest of any type. All the I had I had the the privilege of assist in a jury for wood carving. And it was unbelievable how much I learned in that experience. Because the first thing, oh, I think this is beautiful. And the lady who I was shadowing said, nobody cares if you think it's beautiful. (laughs) Is it a good piece or not? And let's look at that. Well, you know, there are so many layers into saying this piece deserves an award or not. Uh, There's a lot that it goes. It's just not, oh, is it beautiful or not? It's all the work involved, it's all the details, the proportions, what you're trying to accomplish. So, Colleen, it takes a lot to give a award. <laughs> you should put that price up. <laughs> I, I will, eventually. I mean, it's going up. <laughs> going up. <laughs> Cherry Davidson saying, hardest pr- part is pricing. It's quite complicated, true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, have you tried any galleries or anything in that arena or not? 
Um, not yet, um, but eventually and slowly, I'll probably get to there. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I'm just very busy with you know making just the dolls and my doll hair supply, mm-hmm. uh, plus my travels and you know how you know just everyday life. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, it's not it's yet. not easy. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But I'm working towards that. Trust me. I think there is this uh, validation thing in the mind of the artist, and I think it impacts pricing a little bit. Because first, we question ourselves all the time. We don't consider ourselves ourselves artists. And then comes a moment of validation. Somebody buys your piece, or you go to a show like your case, and say, yes, I'm an artist, right? And then we we start selling things. You use social media, so you start selling more. But something happens when you can transition and have pieces in a gallery. It's like a second validation takes you to level. Now a gallery is saying you're an artist. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't think, how can I say this? It, it matters because it gives you the, the validation more than anything else. Yes, every doll, every uh, animal I sell, mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, she bought my stuff, my doll. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. it, it works from there, definitely. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I have a dragon that I was, since Noemi is watching, she has a class coming with a sculpting a, grad, a dragon. Look at this guy here. I see. There you go. Can you see now? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's there. Yeah, yeah, my little dragon. Uh, yeah, again, he's posable. You can close mm-hmm. his mouth and open his mouth. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I just like wire armature. Uh huh. You can pose them. And, you know, um, I just love the way you can pose them. It's very soft. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. That's well, that's one of the things that attract me to needle felting. Uh huh. I like that too. One more. That's a chair. Here, you yeah. made a chair. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a custom order. Um, yeah. Actually, a collector contacted me after she saw this girl on fire on my Etsy shop. She goes, uh-huh. can you make me a doll, you know, with this specifications? I said, sure, absolutely. So this is what I came out with. She wanted a beautiful lady sitting on that chair with a little boy. Um, and that's what I made. Yeah. And, and you know, it's also to show you that you can make needle felt, use needle felt to make anything, not just dolls, chairs. Um, I don't know if you have the picture of a teacup. It's also a teacup. Do we you have the picture? I want to see. Yeah. Well, so, but how did she get how, how did she get to the idea? She saw the dolls and said, oh, this is the perfect lady to get a chair. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right? yes. We I have the teacup here. The face. Yeah. Yeah. That, see, yes. There you go. And this is a, a, a custom request by a good, good, good client of mine. Um, she wants to say, Colleen, can you make me a teacup and sauce? I said, absolutely. <laughs> I can make anything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So just don't limit yourself to dolls mm-hmm. or, or animals. I mean, you can really make, um, uh, you know, like I said, cup and sauces, chairs. I mean, the, the chairs are like plush chairs. I'm going to make a, um, a chair pretty soon for another piece I'm thinking of doing. So, so that chair could, could withstand the doll there, City. Oh, yes, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes, yes. Again, it's got um, internal wire armature. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, That's very, very cool. cool. That's, That's very cool. cool. Let's, Let's see, see one more. more. Coming, coming. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we saw this lady already. Do <laughs> so you have another? So, okay, showing me, oh, now, we have a whole farm here. And a bear. Okay, let me guess. The lamb is this water. Uh, Wensleydale. Ah, so close. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, the 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 wool is Wensleydale. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but I think the 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 ewe is. I think it's a Wensleydale ewe. But anyways, there's two little uh, duckies, Uh panda, and the little uh, sheep. That's adorable. Yeah, I, I have it, many friends that have farms with sheep, oh. but I'm terrible with the breed, but I love them. I okay. love sheep. <laughs> you love sheep? 
Oh yes, I do. I wish I can have one. <laughs> me too. But Nashla would kill me. The other day I brought the idea of having an alpaca. She, she really almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> we already have five pets. We don't need an alpaca. <laughs> Noemi uh, saw the, the dragon. She's saying, oh my gosh. Beverly saying, so beautiful. Guess one, uh, 747, your level of detail is incredible. I am in love with your work, and you are so fun, too. And Charlotte is saying, thank you, Curious Mondo, for another great interview. Uh, see some of you this weekend. Oh, yes, because we have a, a big fiber festival. It's the Great Basin Fiber Festival. And it's fun. Too bad you're not here, because you would love it. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the smelly thing. We leave the festival, we have bags of those things. Oh, I wish I can go. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Oh. <laughs> Do you belong to other associations or guilds besides the art dog guilds? Um, no, not really. Just the professional, you know, doll mm -hmm. artists. Yeah, just them. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And locally, do you go to any groups or no i think arizona is very artistic right i know a lot of good artists there um they always have beautiful um shows there um i checked a few out and it wasn't in my price range <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so i gotta move on um but but they, they are very yeah, they have a lot of art shows i i seriously have to check a few out yeah uh-huh you you mentioned most of your pieces have wire armatures and charlotte is saying breaking needles on wire armature is too easy lol no no just go ahead and watch my show uh, august 30th i'll be teaching you know uh, how to make her uh-huh all wire armature it's just how you you go yes i mean i do it all the time there's really no problem yeah i i haven't broken a thing a, a needle you haven't um, broken a needle? No. But before before I use uh, wire armature, I break a few needles because I was like, yeah. uh, needle it so hard and so firm and yeah. But whenever I use my wire armature, there's no problem at all. Trust me. Good, good. <laughs> so do you work with several types of barbed needles or mainly one? How do you work? I usually stick to one um, for pretty much all the work mm -hmm. uh, i believe it's like 27 triangle mm. i can't remember uh, okay. but that's what i use all the time it's just for general felting um it, it all depends how deep you poke and how right. light you poke you know, it, it just uh different ways to scrub it but i pretty much stick to one type of needle yeah, yeah. I, me too uh for people that are interested in watching your course what are the basics of what they need to have around? Because, you know, a lot of people just like to try while they're watching. So what are the basic three or four things that they need? You need to get batting wool. Mm -hmm. Not comb top rolling, batting wool. B-A-T-T-I-N-G. Yeah, it's something like this. Okay. Um, and then you need to get um, your needle felting needles. Um, and then some kind so of the, the 27 in your case would be the best bet for them. I think so. I yeah. can't remember the number, but that, that's the main one that everybody use. Okay. Um, and then a foam pad so that you have something to work on, um, and wires and some wire. Yeah. Yeah. And I use, um, floral, floral wire, a oh, floral uh, tape, uh, floral tape that's wrapped in white cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that, and the gauge for the body is 27. Okay. Yeah, that's what I use. Okay, so take that down, because August 20, 21st, and 22nd, she'll be yeah. here at Curious Mondo, teaching exactly that doll that she has beside her. How do you call this doll? Her name is uh, Little Miss V. Little Miss V, and she has this Victorian-style dress. She's going yeah. to teach you everything yeah. about this doll. Again, we live stream, so it's live. You have the chance to interact, even submit your work in progress. Many times we show during the course, yeah. and it's free to watch. So yeah. very yeah, important I, I, for you yeah. to be here. I need to add one more thing. Um, sure. Her hands uh, would probably take a 26-gauge wire. Okay, for okay. the hands. Her body is 20. 
her arms, I'm sorry, her arms is 26 gauge. And then you can buy whatever lace you want. Mm-hmm. For you know, the dress. Whatever trim you want. You know, yeah. go crazy. Yeah. That's the, the best part of life to go yeah. crazy every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> and the underneath part, um, I will show you how to make a dome shape uh, mm. skirt. Instead of just gather your skirt, you know, with a piece of felt, I'll make teach you how to make a solid dome uh, circular shape. Okay, that's so fun. Yeah. Noemi is asked, how you don't break the needle? How come? Um, I kind of figure out where the needle, uh, the, the wire is, so I just, you know, no, needle right. the other <laughs> way, the other way. <laughs> Why are here needle that way? <laughs> yeah, other way. <laughs> no, I mean, you need to be here for this class. Come on. <laughs> Colleen, any final words of advice for people that are interested in this technique? Uh, you know, where can they get what I'm trying to lead you to say? <laughs> Uh, is that this is not to make toys. You're talking about art, correct? Yes. So take from there. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid. Don't limit yourself. Um, don't say, I don't want to use wire armature mm -hmm. uh, for the body. You know, you have them in all stages, right? Just legs, yes. legs and body. Yes. I have uh, them in all stages. I mean, it's just don't limit yourself because in the beginning when I started, I go, oh, I'm going to be a purist. I'm just going to use mm. wool and that's it. Nothing else. Uh -huh. I'm touching myself, come on, why are you limiting yourself? Life is too short. Come on, let your hair down mm. a little bit. Enjoy. So that's when I start adding wire, lace, <laughs> lace, ribbons. Polymer any, clay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even even the fabric for, you know, and I start to use fabric. That's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just don't limit yourself and don't be afraid. Um, I know people are concerned about breaking needles and just hitting on the wire. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not an issue. Seriously, it, it really is not an issue. After you made one, mm -hmm. you, you kind of know where you should poke you know, and where you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And every time if I poke the needle, it's not hard enough that it will break the needle. Um, just... Trust me, don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be oh, afraid. no, yeah, yeah. I didn't ask you at the beginning, uh, how, how do you call yourself? Do you call yourself a fiber artist, a sculptor? How do you like people to refer when they are talking about you? Doll artist. Doll artist, that's it. <laughs> I don't want to limit myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. yeah because because I, remember again, I love polymer clay, mm -hmm. I, and I love needle felting. I just don't want to limit myself um, mm -hmm. because one thing I, I would like to share with you. Of course, my husband said, you don't have to tell people that. That's okay. I don't mind. When I was 25, a little over a year after I married my husband, my wonderful husband, he's sitting right there. Yeah, he's helping <laughs> he's us. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I, I had cancer. Uh -huh. um, he's just wonderful. He took care of me, yeah. but after uh, I, you know, I recovered from cancer. Yeah, and I and I one important thing I learned is don't limit yourself. Do anything and everything you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, honey, you have one life to live. Oh, just use it. Live it, right? Experience everything. So that's one of the things I, when I make my art, my dolls, I go, don't limit yourself. Come on, let's do something else different. Yeah, mm -hmm. every time I try to you know make something different or try to experiment with different eyes. Uh, you know, so I never, I try not to live and limit myself because I never know what I'm going to do next tomorrow. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I, I do have a feeling we are going to become best friends <laughs> because, you know, I didn't have an experience like you did, but I live my life like today's the last day. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it the best I can, even when it's a bad day. You know, I go, I go full force. It's a really bad day. I go full force. Yeah. But, you know, I, I agree with you. We only have this life and we don't have control when it ends, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, also, yeah. and learning how to express ourselves is also very important. Yeah. Yeah. And also one thing, one of the reasons why you see, when you see my dolls, they all have a bunch of beautiful hair. <laughs> I tell you why. Mm -hmm. I lost all my hair. <laughs> And I thought, you know what? If I don't have that much hair, I'm going to give them to the dolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doll hair crazy. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's our frame, right? It has to be a very complicated experience. Yeah. 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 But you're healthy now and you're creating beauty, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything is fine. I'm, I'm just going crazy making dolls, and that's about it. <laughs> and that's what you tell your friend, your neighbors, right? What do you do for a living? I make dolls. Yeah, and, and then they you look go, at you like, hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then they go, "There's a weird lady living there." <laughs> she says she makes dolls. Who makes dolls? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlotte is saying, oh my gosh, no broken needles. You are really my hero. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Colleen, really, really a pleasure to talk to you today. It's amazing what you make. And, you know, the soul that you have is fantastic. I can't wait to have you here. And, <laughs> and I just want to tell everybody, you know, give it a try. Needle felt is super fun. Like she said, it's addicting. It's not difficult, right? It's just a process as any other. And you're going, and you, you just saw that you, you can use the needle felt with polymer clay. If you like to dye stuff, there you go. And the material that she, you need to get started, a high density foam, a needle felt needle, some wool. Fiber festivals uh, here in the US now are starting everywhere because the, the Temperature now is warmer. It's the time for this kind of show. Go to a local fiber festival. Google that. You have, you know, farmers around you support your local economy. They are raising those sheep. They are raising those alpacas, and you can turn them into beautiful sculptures. Correct? Correct. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much, Colleen. And guys, thank you so much for your time and for your interaction. I think it makes the day for Colleen and for me. So we always appreciate that. Don't forget, every Tuesday we are back with another artist where we, you know, we talk about their art, we show their pieces, and we go on tangents as well. It's just a time to have fun. Thank you very much, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Creativityinfocus.com. Share this video if you like.